0: Welcome back to the second season of Multiclass Theater, the role-playing podcast with class. And enough subplots to keep running for years. Multiclass Theater uses Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition by Wizards of the Coast and contains adult language, fantasy violence, pop culture references, and terrible fake accents. If those don't bother you, then settle in and enjoy the show. Last time, our heroes, who really need a group name at this point, set off for the mysterious and dangerous Red Fields, finding them trapped in a bubble outside the ordinary flow of time. Bitter cold winds gave way to a warm summer breeze as they saw the fields being worked by all manner of people, but especially orcs. None of the workers seemed to notice the travelers, nor could they interact with anything except the fire blossoms they harvested. The party soon made another disturbing discovery: a second dead ancient, once again in the middle of a circle, their body covered in sigils. But before they could fret over the corpse too much, they were found by Gromak Firebrand, an orc lore master, who shared his knowledge of the fields with them. The Odal, it seems, was founded by Sir Percival, who then set up the Red Field as a labor camp for all those who would threaten the Kingdom of Roth, especially the Orcs. What a bunch of dicks! Let's see if our heroes can do something about that on Multi Class Theater.
1: When last we left our party, they were parlaying with an Orkin bard they found, or rather, found them in the mysterious wilds. Of the red fields. You are sitting in a cave, in front of a campfire. Gramak stirs something in a kettle. It smells good. You hope it tastes as good. What's it look like? You could use a, I don't know, your cooking skill or nature skill to divine what it actually is.
2: Silway is not inter- interested in what it actually is. I think she's just turning her nose up at this weird. Meal-ish thing.
0: What what kind of cat would I be if I didn't overanalyze my food? (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, an eight. It's not great.
1: You're not sure what it is, but it does smell good. It smells appetizing. If it smells appetizing to a cat, I want nothing to do with it. (laughs) So after a few minutes, Gromach ceases stirring, reaches over and grabs a small, roughly carved wooden bowl and dips it into the soup, and then hands the bowl
3: to you, Rotan. Oh, thank you. What is it?
1: It is a a hearty stew. It is what I could find. Uh, Maybe some sort of rabbit?
3: Ah, some sort of rabbit stew.
2: One thing to do with a brace of conies, you know, potatoes. Or it's
3: a drink of them, precious. Stupid fat hermit ruins them. Oh, thank you very much. Let me get this straight. So, there was a very large battle that was fought here. Ah, ah, long, long, long ago. That was That was at this place. That
1: was at a place that looked like this. I cannot tell if this is the place. Or if this is meant to look like the place, the place where the battle took hold was burned to the ground and it was far from here, uh, in uh, uh, far across the mountains from here. It was not near
3: here.
0: Unless this is the place, in which case it was here. It was very near here. It was in fact here.
1: If that could be, I do not know. It is a mystery to me.
3: I'm afraid you have lost me.
1: Yes, we might be here, or
2: we might be somewhere far away from here. Both
1: are very real possibilities.
2: Sylvia so groans and rolls her eyes. Ugh, magic! I'm so sick of magic. Are you not a tyrant? Of course I'm a. i am a... Fine. Yes. Yes. I'm a tyrant.
0: Can't back out of that one now,
2: <laughs> And yet you hate magic. I don't hate magic. I just don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, that
1: is different. We often hate or fear what we don't understand. Well, that's true, I suppose.
3: I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> I have been to your city a very long time ago. It is a wondrous place. I
2: guess if you don't grow up there it might look wonders from the outside.
3: Why would anyone be afraid of something they don't understand?
2: Because the unknown is scary.
3: But you don't know anything about it.
2: Are you afraid of the dark,
3: Rotan? No. Really? Of course not. Really? It's just dark.
2: Are you afraid of snakes?
3: Snakes?
2: What about mysterious giant creatures under the sea?
3: No. You mean like Kraken?
2: Yes, like those. Things yes. that are there, but you can't see them until they're scary. Oh, I've seen one. Was. okay. Was it scary? Hmm. Wait, when did you see the Kraken? It was very large. Okay, this could be a whole. Sec- another episode of. Let's hear about Rotan's Kraken story.
1: This is the second time he has mentioned the Kraken. I think he killed three Krakens. At the at Third time
2: tangentially, yeah. You <laughs> need a backstory episode. Rotan's adventures with the Kraken.
3: So wait, what, what are you scared of then, Rotan? Hmm, that is an interesting question. What, what does being scared feel like?
0: Oh, come on now. One must have a concept of one's own mortality before one can
3: feel fear. Ah, well, perhaps, have you heard the good word of Taimora? Wait, so
2: because you don't fear death, you fear nothing else in life?
3: Hmm, no, I I don't think that's it.
2: Are you afraid for your brother?
3: I guess I just do not understand what is so frightening about death. It's
2: unknown, except when you believe in Taimora, apparently, Ah. then you know what death is like. (laughs)
3: You say what? What comes after is unknown,
2: which is scary,
3: right? Ah, uh, hmm, I don't know. It all seems very, very, uh, very long-term.
2: I mean, death is kind of a long-term thing.
3: Oh no, I don't plan on dying for for a long, long time.
2: Are you sure? Because you act like you plan to die any second now, and you just no, turned the danger. <laughs>
3: definitely. Definitely, uh, not planning to die until I am very old.
2: Well, the rest of us are scared of death. I'm definitely scared of death.
3: Are you scared of dying, or are you scared of what comes after?
2: I'm scared of dying. It sounds painful.
3: Ah, not if you do it right, so I hear. Um, uh, excuse
1: me, sir. Can I have some more, please?
3: I'm I'm not ladling it out. (laughs) You're also, no, the, no. you're also the you're orc with I the know. food. I <laughs> know, I know. I just was... Here, let me... Let me take the ladle from our host. <laughs> there is no
1: ladle. He dipped the bowl in. Oh, okay. Gr- Gromak Ooh. takes the bowl from Trevor and dunks it again into the soup and hands it back to him. Is Silway eating any of the stew?
2: I think she took it reluctantly and is just holding it in front of her like a bomb like, afraid to get it too close to her.
1: Um, Silway, you should really have some. It's really good. It doesn't look good. It looks like a
2: bowl of watery glop.
1: Um, well, I mean, you ate the cooking at the thieves' guild. Only when I had to. Oh, uh, okay. It was
2: that or picking garbage out of the streets.
3: Well, this is better than garbage. It's very good, Silway. It tastes like chicken. Or something. And it and there's like a carrot-type thing in it. And it makes
2: its own gravy. Somebody like, sniffs it cautiously. Does it smell delicious? Give me
1: a constitution check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Five. <laughs> uh, no, to you, it smells repulsive. In fact, your belly turns ever so slightly when you smell it. Somebody like,
2: makes no effort to hide the gag reflex that's coming up. And just holds the bowl out at arm's length. That's why I'm more for me and Trevor.
1: Dude, I agree with the
3: cat. It's really good.
2: Mist is definitely lapping it up out of the bowl with his tongue, right? I mean, at one point. I think she'll dump the remainder of hers into your bowl.
3: Silway, are you afraid of soup? It smells so bad. <laughs> I, I do not know how you function being afraid of so many things. I'm not afraid of soup.
2: I just don't like soup.
1: Well, not this soup at least. I, um, I forgot that Tirans are very particular about their food. This is, um, an old family recipe that I could only do so much with, given, uh, circumstances. Yes, yeah,
0: Silway, way to be a dick. We're, I'm not, <laughs> we're not picky, we just have taste. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to excuse my friend. I would, I would say she's normally not this rude, but,
3: well.
2: Stating the truth is not rude. It is quite all right.
1: I understand.
3: This soup has quite excellent taste.
1: Thank you. Did you have any other questions for me?
3: Yes, I'm I'm curious about this magician chap you mentioned.
1: The wizard. Uh, the court wizard. Yes. Um yes, you have may have heard of him before. His name was Anlin. He was the court wizard to King Edgar who later styled himself Lord Starge and it was he who I believe constructed this
3: prison Oh, not that guy I hate that guy The The name rings a bell God, it really does Was this a mischievous sort of magician? Um, no he
1: was more the Uh, power-hungry, um, asshole type of magician.
3: Ah, the worst kind of mischief.
1: He sought power at all cost, irregardless of who it hurt. And, as such,
3: we are here.
2: All you need to know about him is that the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock thought he was a wonderful person, and worthy of putting in their play.
3: Oh, that was him! Oh, yeah, I blocked a lot of that out.
2: As well you should.
3: That felt like a long time ago.
2: No one saw the play except me anyways, so...
3: Oh, that's right. See, I'd even forgotten that. Uh, so, so this fellow, uh, Adlin, he... Did he uh, want the throne for himself? I do not think so. I think he
1: was content to uh, rule in the shadows, so to speak. He and Lord Starge were a team. There were rumors of the two of them, but such is idle talk in the palace.
3: Ah, so what happened to him?
1: When Lord Starge and his wife left for the Shrouded Isle, as she was mad, he magnanimously went with her. I believe that the wizard went with them.
3: Ah, I'm sorry. This is ah, uh, this is uh, a lot of exposition. So, so the Shrouded Isle is what? I'm fairly new here. Perhaps that wasn't apparent.
1: So, wait. Give me a history check. Oh,
3: 19
2: plus four.
1: I know what this place is. Yes, yes, you do. It was. Uh, it has been around a very, very long time. The ancients established it for those who lost control of magic, essentially got too close to chaos and could no longer control the forces of magic within them and around them. And they were exiled to the Shrouded Isle, which is essentially obscured by fog and mists. And once you are there... There is no coming back.
2: So he looks over at Rotan. The Shrouded
1: Isle is it's where
2: they send people who don't use magic properly. It's basically an, an island of exile.
3: Ah, good place for, for a power hungry magician. Then.
2: I mean, power hungry magicians are often quite at home in the courts at Tyr, but it depends on the kind of magic. They're not. They don't. If they use it wrong, if they get too corrupted, they can go to the sh- the Shrouded Isle.
1: Yes, it is more a prison than vacation spot. Very few have ever gone there
3: willingly. And uh, how long ago was this? 300 years ago. Oh, very long time ago, then.
2: Well, relatively long time ago, yes.
3: (laughs) Longer than I've been around. Uh, Ah, that's all very interesting. I, I don't have any other questions, do you?
2: I'm wondering what we're going to encounter when we storm that castle. Storm? Are we not star- storming the castle?
3: I was thinking we could knock and ask if they're evil, and then if they say yes, we could kill everybody inside. I see no problem with this plan whatsoever. Ah, good.
0: That was <laughs> sarcasm, Rotan. Mist pinches the bridge of his nose.
3: It sounds like we have a plan. I
1: would advise against it. The... Keep is very well defended with many, many, many soldiers. Uh, If
3: you had an
1: army with you, then maybe that would be the way to go.
3: And Timora.
1: Is it defended magically or just with soldiers? I do not know. But when I awoke in that pit north of here, I dragged myself to the rocks above it. And I stayed there for some time, nursing my wounds, fighting off my sickness, before leaving for the outside. And while I was there, numerous people went into a cave, located just north of the pit, and few would come back out again. Well, that makes it sound like a very deadly cave. Possibly. Or there could be a passage from the cave into the keep. Well, then what's the purpose of the cave? It's just a backdoor. Could
2: be. Could be more. I like backdoors. This is a good plan.
3: Let's do this one. I don't know. Knocking sounds safer.
2: Rotan, when you go to war, do you knock on the enemy's encampment and ask to come in and kill them?
3: Wait for it. Well, not in... (laughs) I I wouldn't put it that way. How would you put it? (laughs) More eloquently. I would use more words. Ch- does it change the truth of the question? Well, I mean, think about it. Uh, there. Are... We need an army to assault the castle, yes?
1: If you are to go straight on at the castle, I would think so, though I am not a general. I am a storyteller.
3: Ah, well, see, there you go. So one would need an Army to attack this castle. Otherwise, one would be one would be crazy. And because one would have to be crazy to walk up to this castle, of course they won't attack us if we walk up to the front door and knock. Because nobody would be crazy enough to do that. And then when they open the door, we kill everyone inside. If they're evil,
2: you know, Rotan. When I was the thieves' guild, we had one particular thief who swore up and down that the smartest thing to do after you commit a crime was go back to the scene of the crime. Because that's where nobody would expect, and it was therefore the safest place. He died. So just take that story for what it's worth.
3: I do not think that is a statistically significant <laughs> argument, but hmm.
2: What does statistics
3: mean? What 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 was this thief's name? Uh Mort. Ah, well there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he was asking for it, being named something like that.
2: <laughs> well, he did kind of have a death wish. Point is, the reason people don't do it is because it's dangerous. Yes. What happened the last time you walked up to a place and knocked on the front door?
3: Was that just a few days ago? That was that was with the Odor.
2: Yes, how did, how did that go?
3: Ah, uh, it didn't go well because you told me that I shouldn't knock.
2: We told you to come in the morning when it was daylight and they would
1: be open he is batting 500 when it comes to that strategy working.
3: I remember it differently.
2: Clearly I have a preference, and Rotan has a preference. Mist, what is your preference?
0: Uh, tiebreaker. I like sneaking.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. Trevor doesn't get a
1: vote. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to vote with you.
2: That was out of character. <laughs> but, okay, now it's in character. Okay. I, I changed, I, I take it back. Trevor has a vote. I would like that I get two votes.
3: Yeah, speaking is good. Well, if Grubel was here, I'm sure he would share my view, and I'm sure I would have Concord's vote if he was here and also could speak. But it seems that I am outvoted here. And while it is not as noble, uh, I, I will go along with this strategy.
1: I think that is a good idea. And the
0: DM breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs>
2: Tell us more about this cave, Mr. Orc.
1: The cave is due north of where we are now. It is unguarded. There is a pit just outside. It is a horrible place. I did not venture into the cave, for I feared getting caught. Is the pit the horrible place or the cave? The pit is full of the dead and the
2: dying. Oh, that does sound horrible. It is an atrocity.
1: And for that, I weep.
3: One remaining question. Uh, When you say people went in and out of this cave, what sort of people were they? They were
1: part of the gatekeepers, the wardens of this prison. I believe you have seen them in their armor with the embroidered flower on their cloaks is the Odal. It is related to the Odal. The Odal is the public face, whereas these wardens are... They take a vow, and they seclude themselves in this prison.
3: Ha. And those that came out, what did they look like?
1: They looked the same as when they went in, but only a few came out. Most
2: went Uh, and never did. People went into the cave and never came out. Yes. Perhaps the wardens constantly sent raiding parties to kill a dragon inside that cave, and the dragon kept winning. I do not think dragons
3: exist anymore. Ah, but if they did, then the cave is definitely the way we should go. (laughs) Hey, look, he's on our side now. You know what? I'm convinced. (laughs) This sounds like the more heroic route. Ah, uh, then I <laughs> shall leave it to you. Who knows what sort of dangers lurk in a cave that people go into and don't come out of. This is very exciting.
2: Then I say we get started.
3: Yes. Let us go forth. Forward. Ho! <laughs> Rotan gets up and starts walking.
1: Come back, sit down by the fire. I have one more thing to say. Okay. Gromach begins to play on his lute and it is a beautiful melody haunting, melancholy but it slowly gives way to something more inspirational and as the song concludes you feel a swelling in your collective chests you all now have one bardic inspiration die it will remain with you until you use it You emerge from the cave and a breeze blows in from across the fields you could smell distantly the ocean and the somewhat sweet fragrance of the fields themselves looking around the various prisoners are tending the fields so you follow a almost dirt path to the north to your right are the fields as you get further and further away from the main road Um, toward the edges of the fields, the number of workers uh, becomes fewer. The tree line to your left starts growing thicker and the hills start rising a little bit more. So that once you arrive at the pit itself, it is completely surrounded by fairly steep rock walls. Beyond the pit, you see a cave entrance. Which looks like it has been or is supported by two stone columns on either side of the entrance. But you cannot see into the cave itself. And we can see down into the pit? Uh, If you get closer, you can. Silway's going to get closer. Okay. Silway walks up to the edge of the pit. Trevor at your elbow. As you get to the edge, you suddenly feel Trevor grab your elbow and buries. His face, in the crook of your elbow. You look down into the pit, and it is filled with bones—hundreds, maybe thousands, of bones. She stares down at it, kind of fascinated. The,
2: like ancient bones, fresh corpses.
1: Uh, give me an investigation check. Mm,
2: Twenty-one.
1: You think it's a combination of the of the the two. As the bones on the top seem more recent, some of which you see scraps of cloth, but most, if not all, have been picked clean by the crows and the other carrion birds that you've seen in the air. The bones near the bottom or further down seem bleached white by the sun. Oh, it's awful. Oh, get over
2: it, Trevor. We
0: get over it.
2: It's it's a graveyard. It's a mass grave. Yeah. It's <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> what, you never seen a mass grave before?
2: She heads oh. back to the others with Trevor. I assume, like, on her elbow still.
1: No, Trevor. When um, you turn and walk from the pit, and Trevor remains staring down into the pit.
2: The other are the others far away from this uh, cliff edge.
3: Uh, Roton will join.
0: Curiosity and all.
2: As, as they approach, silways tells them, it's
1: a mass grave. So as you come up to the edge of the pit, Trevor looks up at you, Rotan. Um, I, is there anything that you could do for them? Like your goddess? Ah, oh, not at this level, Trevor. But, like, what about... I, I heard you talking about death. Like, our... our where are their 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 souls or or their I this is so horrible Yes it is grim But um okay And he lowers his head and turns and walks from the pit.
3: Trevor would you like to say a prayer for them Um I don't know how to do that It's really easy oh, Okay Okay Yes yes ah uh. Come over, come over. uh, Stand by me. Okay. And he stands next to you, looking up at you, expectantly. Now, the challenge here is that I can't say the prayer for you. It doesn't count if I do that. You have to say the prayer yourself. Okay. Um, what should I say? Well,
1: what would you like? Um, I, I, I want these people to be well, and I hope that
3: they found peace. Oh, very good. So, so, um, be, be sufficiently, um, reverential, maybe, maybe bow your head or put your hands together or something, something that feels reverential and, and, uh, then express that sentiment. Okay. So you see Trevor
1: bows his head and clasps his hands really tightly up against his forehead. Like if you've ever seen a small child try to pray, that is essentially what Trevor is doing right now. Um, I don't know if you can hear me or if you care, uh, but I feel really bad about what happened to you and... I think that, I think that this is pretty bad and pretty, yeah, I'm gonna say it, this was pretty crappy. And I I hope you're better now, and I hope that, that Rotan and Silway and Mist can avenge your
3: death. Thank you. Uh, Was that good? That was excellent, Trevor. You did very good. Oh, thank, thank you.
2: Silway goes back to the edge of the pit and looks down to inspect it real quick. And then
1: uh, they're, they're still dead. They didn't get any better. The cave is only 50 to 100 feet away from the lip of the pit. The passage ahead of you as it goes deeper into the cave seems to bend around to the left, obscuring your view. Can you two see in there? Is there anything scary or deadly?
3: Uh... Not that I can see. Ha! Huh, scary? It's just a big hole in the ground. The other big hole in the ground is full of a
2: hundred years of corpses, so... Maybe that one is too.
3: Well, ah, uh, Shall we go? Onward?
2: I don't see why not.
3: All right. Uh, Roton strides forward.
2: Wait, let me check for traps.
3: I don't see any traps.
2: <laughs> just because you can't see them doesn't mean they aren't there. Oh god, this again. I Silway don't checks for traps. see any traps.
1: I don't see any either.
2: Uh, Silway also does not see any traps.
1: <laughs> can we just
2: assume it's not high enough?
1: Wow, <laughs> oh, you're really good at this, Silway.
2: There are definitely no traps in this cave.
1: Trevor
3: thinks you're really good at this. If I didn't know better, I'd say the DM was setting us up for failure.
1: You enter the cave, and the rough natural stone quickly gives way to a smooth, polished, finished wall. The cavern floor also goes from rough natural cave to a smooth descending passage. It slopes gently downward and to the left. The walls are smooth and rounded with nary a corner. Around the bend, you see before you what looks like a blue shimmering field across the entirety of the passage. Check for traps. That was even worse than the last one. Silway does not see any traps. This shimmery blue field looks entirely free of traps.
3: It's some kind of shimmery blue field.
1: If we were playing a sci-fi adventure I would call this a like a force field going across uh, but since we are not it is some sort of magical
0: barrier. That can deal force damage. Maybe it's a field of force which is a totally different thing. Can I make an arcana check to see if I recognize what sort of spell this might be?
2: Sure. If it's Wall of Force, I swear to God. Uh, 16.
3: I will throw a rock at it.
0: Or I could take 10 minutes and cast Detect Magic.
1: I mean, you could, but...
0: I I mean, we're not under any time crunch in the dungeon this time, I don't think.
3: Roton takes off one of his gauntlets and throws it at (laughs) at the field.
0: Which is what would happen
3: if I took 10 minutes to cast Detect Magic. That is exactly what would happen. <laughs> it is
1: missed. You believe it is in, uh, from the School of Abjuration. It is the spell Arcane Lock. All three of you give me a perception check. 15. 8. Natty! Silway, you see in the distance, beyond the field, a bobbing green flame just bouncing its way up the corridor miss you also see the green flame but within the flame you see a skull
3: i was worried it would be a bubble Rotan is weighing his gauntlet in his hand ready to throw it well i think i can get us past
0: this can you dispel it oh yeah it just means that you know it means what Well, it means I'll only be good for one more spell before I need to recharge, but... This this seems like a useful use of spell spell. I mean, fair. I cast a spell magic.
1: The field shimmers and then vanishes. And then from down the passage, you hear... Why? What are you doing there? Should we have knocked? We just did. As you cross the threshold of the gate... Suddenly, the passage ahead of you illuminates with a low, almost iridescent purple light that fills the corridor and dismisses all of the shadows. Silway, down the corridor, you see, floating towards you, a skull surrounded by green flame. Uh, can I see the source of the voices that yelled at us? As you are looking for the source of the voices, you watch the skull, and the skull says, OI! You there! I was gonna ask you if the skull had an accent or not. (laughs) Don't move! I'm coming there! And the skull floats slowly up the passage towards you. Oh, what's that?
3: What are you? What do you mean, what am I? What are you? I'm a... Who are you? I... I'm... I'm a
1: roton. I don't know no roton. You're not supposed to be Uh, here. Well, I'm a human then. Yeah, well the master didn't send you. Well... You you didn't answer me riddle. You shouldn't be here. Well, how do I know you're supposed to be here? What do you mean I'm supposed to be here? Of course I'm supposed to be here. How do I know? I'm supposed to guard. Well, yeah, I don't know who's supposed to know. But I'm
3: supposed to guard this place. And you are not supposed to be here, none of you. How do you know I'm not supposed to be here?
0: Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We had a misunderstanding. If we can answer your riddle, are we good?
1: No, it's too late. Answer <laughs> me riddle now. It doesn't,
0: it doesn't have to go down like that, man. We, there is a miscommunication here. I didn't realize we were supposed to knock at the field. Well, if you are supposed to be here, you know you're supposed to knock at the field. Oh, I didn't get the. I wasn't paying attention when they told us where to go. Come on. Well, besides, you're not even wearing the proper clothes. I was supposed to come in here to get the proper clothes. The clothes aren't here. Let me know when you want me to make that deception check. <laughs>
1: uh, you could try, but at disadvantage.
0: Darn. I rolled a natural 20, but the other die is a 15, plus 8 is 23.
1: Okay, that explains you. What about the rest of them? You were going to tell me you all forgot to get the cloaks and the... Well, you're not supposed to be here, I, or, and you you know if you were supposed to be here, that you would wait at the gate, and I would answer me riddle. It's the one thing that I was created to do, and I'm very <laughs> cross that I was not able to ask me riddle. See, I, that's why
0: I feel bad. I want you to ask us the riddle, man. I want to make this right. Look, I want. Do you want us to step back out? I want you to smell slot and turn the you know turn the <laughs> gate back on? We go through this the right way, because I mean, if, like, you're having a bad day, and I don't want to be
1: responsible for you having a bad day. I I think that's fair if you wanna go back out and I'll ask you the riddle and then um and then if you I I like that idea, yeah,
3: that's alright. Alright, alright, we'll we'll go back out. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to be here. Persuasion check. (laughs) Uh (laughs) twenty-one?
1: Okay, well then that's two of you. What about her? (laughs) And the other one.
2: Um, <laughs> Silway slowly Reaches the dagger she was about to throw at the skull <laughs> And then like Walks casually back across <laughs> The barrier
1: Okay that's better Now what about him Uh I'm
3: I'm supposed to be here too He's a hero in training I'm escorting him
1: <laughs> Trevor rolled a four And a
0: one. Oh god <laughs> Well, at least we don't have to keep the one
1: I don't think he's supposed to be here I don't think he's supposed to be here at all Look at his clothes Nobody who comes in here would have a clothes like that
0: I I, I thought it would be alright if we kind of showed him around You know, being our first aid No, stuff
1: it's then. not going to be let's Alright, alright, alright Trevor, get back here We'll do the riddle thing And then everybody's happy I mean, if you answer the riddle, sure yeah. But he can't come in here not even if he does know the riddle.
0: Sure, sure. Miss looks very tellingly at Silway. I promise you you won't
1: see him in here again. Okay then. Alright. All of right. you back behind the line. I'm watching you, Missy. Silway takes her
3: hand off the dagger hill and then crosses back over the line. You you want me to go too? Because I'm definitely supposed to be here. Rotan, Rotan, come on. <laughs> come on, buddy. Uh, fine. Okay. You're all back
1: there, everyone. Now move your back, your foot, and I see you creeping over the line. And Trevor sheepishly pulls his foot back. And you see the field once again goes up, shimmering blue across your field of vision.
0: Does it go dark as well? Yes. As it goes dark, I cast Invisibility on Trevor.
1: Hey, where did he go? He left. Did he leave? Yes, he left, I told you.
0: You won't see him in here again. Okay, well, okay. I'm leaving
2: too. I clearly don't belong. And Sylvia so makes a point of turning around and walking back towards the entrance to the cave.
0: And then cast invisibility on herself as well. Oh, now now you get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. All right. I like where we are here. All right. You ready for the riddle?
3: Yeah, let's go with the riddle. Bring on your riddle.
1: Okay. Who is the greatest wizard in the world? Anlon, obviously.
2: And Lynn Silly message cantrip And Lynn And Lynn
1: And Lynn Sorry I have an accent All right. I was gonna say I don't know who this And Lynn non-person is But you're right It is And Lynn Very good Glad we could hear this up You know They don't keep me around here For my looks haha <laughs> ha And the field goes down Right then Off you go Don't let me catch you Loitering around here Sneaking through my gate again you will not. All right. Good to know you. What's your name, good sir? I don't know. I don't remember my name. I had a name once. It was... Um... I'm uh, The Foggiest. I served Anlin. then. I was his apprentice. And then something
3: happened to me. And here I am. Ha! Huh. I wonder what happened to you. I don't know. <laughs> But I
1: have a good life. I'm warm. I'm dry. I don't get hungry. I don't need to sleep. I can sing a lot of songs.
3: Oh, that's
1: good.
2: So wait, invisibly rolls her eyes and then scurries <laughs> over the.
3: <laughs> without lungs, too. That's very impressive. What? Well, what do you mean without lungs? Ah. Oh. I have lungs. I'm a right proper person.
2: So we message cantrips Rotan don't correct him
3: look there uh, I'm I'm very busy um heroing so I'm I'm going to go now uh, but it's been a good it's been a good chat oh yes it has come come back to visit me again I, I'd love to see you and and him not the others they don't belong here well let, let's not get ahead of ourselves Ha <laughs> ha all right I'm off. <laughs> I don't understand that, but I thought it was...
1: I, I like your tone.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the mid-roll. This week, the task of recording the mid-roll has fallen to me and me alone. And with this great power comes absolutely no responsibility. It has also come to my attention that some of you are using our podcast to help you fall asleep. Yes, I'm talking about you. Don't worry about it. We're glad to help to relieve some stress in these crazy times. But that gave me an idea. Why don't I make this mid-roll an ASMR? Wake up. 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 Wake up.
1: And so the skull sits there and just kind of bobs. You could swear that it may be smiling.
3: Roton wouldn't swear.
1: Trevor follows closely behind Roton. The passage continues to descend. As you cross the line the second time, the iridescent purple glow came back, uh, illuminating everything in front of you, but the smooth stone walls and floor continue to descend gently to the left. Soon the skull is out of sight behind you, and in front of you, you see lining or embedded into the wall is a very long curved mirror on the right side of the passage.
3: It's just hanging on the wall?
1: It, it's like, in, it almost looks as if it's part of the wall.
0: Mist grumbles something about mirrors.
3: Well, clearly it's not important. Rotan's going to keep walking.
1: Rotan, you continue down the passageway, and you walk in front of the mirrors. When suddenly the mirrors explode outward, sending shards of broken glass in your direction. Silway, you dive back out of the way. Covering your head as the razor sharp shards of glass fly through the air. Rotan, you cannot avoid it. And you end up taking 13 points of damage. What? Wow, I'm in
3: full play!
2: <laughs> it hits your face. Your beautiful, beautiful face. <laughs> it's
1: all it's all face damage my beautiful face.
0: And you lose five crystals.
1: it's your face and your hands. And you notice the shards seem to hang in the air in roughly a five foot cube from floor to ceiling. See, I told you there was traps. We should always check for traps.
0: You said there were no traps because you looked for
2: them. There were no traps at the entrance. I I forgot to look for traps here. (laughs) I did look for
3: traps. I've I've been looking for traps, and I just I mean I can see it now. And well, now you know what the trap looks like. I just just
1: to uh, kind of reiterate, I guess, Rotad, you are standing in the middle of this field of floating shards of glass that are spinning. And uh, do you want to continue to have this conversation within the field of, or the the cube of mirror shards, or do you want to move out of it?
3: No, I don't want to move at all. I mean, are they, like, spinning around, or are they stationary? Oh, yeah. No, 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 they're spinning around. Oh, then, yeah. Then I'm going to move out of it. (laughs) Yeah, that that was not... I did not get that. (laughs) Okay,
1: which way are you going to move? Are you going to move to the other side, further down the passage, or are you going to move back? I think you would probably stagger down the passage. Yeah. So Rotan staggers forward to the other side. And so now you have a... Basically a wall of razor-sharp mirror glass between you and the rest of the party. So we'll try to walk and skirt around the field of mirror shards? There's no way to do that. Okay, so it's, it's literally it, a it, wall it goes, of shards. It's not a, like it a It is literally a wall of shards. No, Well, it's
3: like five feet deep. I'm going to lay on hands on my face.
1: <laughs> Rotan lays on face.
3: I'm going to lay on face. <laughs>
2: Silly will check for traps. (laughs) Good. Good. Thank
1: you. Okay. Silly, give me a detect traps check.
2: 16 plus whatever the hell my thieves tools is.
1: As you're looking for traps, you notice on the ground is a dark rune or series of runes. You could try an arcana check to see if you can figure out what it is. Sure. Natural 20. <laughs> okay, yes, you do know what it is. Uh, you stumbled across a glyph of warding, and you believe that it triggered a cloud of well, cloud of daggers spell, but...
2: Okay, everybody look. See this thing right here? She's pointing at it, forgetting that she's invisible. Uh, where are you, Silway? So I don't see you. Uh, oh, that's right. Hold on a second. And she like stomps on the ground right where the the glyph is. Oh no! Not on the glyph, but near it.
1: <laughs> okay, Do you hear uh, the sound of a foot stomping on the ground. Um, I, I, that doesn't help. Okay, just look at the look at the
2: ground. Look at the ground in front of the here. There's a glyph. See a glyph? I don't see any glyphs.
1: I don't see anything either.
2: All right, fine. Here, hold on a second. Please give me a dagger.
0: Where are you?
2: <laughs> I'm going. To, I'm going to grab a dagger off of your belt. I consent to that action. Okay. And she will. I, I assume the dagger just floats in the air and doesn't become invisible itself.
1: But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a good question. We'll say, for the sake of this, it floats in the air.
2: All right. So the dagger becomes an arrow that she now points in the in
3: towards the the, the glyph. Rotom looks again. Sixteen.
1: I still don't see anything.
3: Sorry?
0: Uh, twenty-five. Yeah, I see it.
1: Yeah, you both, uh, Rotan and Mist, you both see it. Huh! It's a glyph of wording. Some sort of magical trap.
2: Yes, see, you wanted me to show you what a trap looks like. I found a magical trap.
1: Um, okay, how do we get past it?
2: Does my twenty mean I know how to disarm these things, or is it purely a magical disarm?
1: Uh, no, you would have no idea how to disarm this.
2: Look, I I'm very good at seeing traps, I'm not that good at disabling traps. We've established this in canon, I believe. Can you rub it off? I don't know. M- Mist you know about glyphs and magical stuff, right? Can can we just like turn it off?
0: Do you want me to make a check or?
1: Sure, yeah, make a check. I can I'm sure nine. Nope, you have no idea. Ah. Still so, like pokes at it with a dagger.
2: Or like scrapes the dagger across the stone wherever the glyph is, to see what happens. edges! I'm sharpening it.
1: You scrape it across the stone, and as you do so, you realize that it's carved into the rock.
2: So the dagger makes little clinking sounds after it goes over every line. Clink, 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 clink. Can you dispel magic again? In an hour. Damn it.
0: Yeah, I had to use my invisibility spell to make Trevor invisible. You know, before you then made yourself invisible, so... I thought you could cast lots of magic, not just two.
1: Uh, I, I'm invisible.
0: <laughs> yes, you're still invisible, but still not muted.
3: <laughs> I love that Mist has this sort of low-level uh, dislike of Trevor. <laughs> like, like a cat that doesn't like the new person in the house. I don't suppose my
0: jug of alchemy can pour concrete.
1: Uh, no, I do not believe that is one
2: of the... Then Silly will pull out one of her daggers that, she, that she's less attached to and like try to scrape and uh, mark or, not, or deform I guess this glyph Give me an arcana
1: check uh, 8 plus 1 Okay you start scraping the dagger back and forth across the glyph and nothing seems to really happen except your dagger is starting to get dull I told you. What would he say? What? Hmm.
2: What? What's the like? way? What? Look, I, I, I'm trying. What are you trying?
0: Trying to not dull my dagger.
2: Well, when I, I have six. This will just be a bludgeoning dagger now.
3: So, like a rock?
2: It's a throwing rock. I'll have you know, a well balanced throwing rock.
3: <laughs> While they're arguing, uh, <laughs> can I look closer at the mirror? So, so the glass shattered in the mirror. Yes. Yes. What is where the glass was? Or what is behind the glass? It's like
1: blank wall, as if the, the glass from the mirror shattered outwards, and it's just the, uh, the outline, or the in- slight indentation where the mirror was. And if I look further down this passage, what do I see? It continues sloping downwards. Are there traps? Uh, at Six? <laughs> Not that you could see from okay. this distance, but it just continues to descend, always uh, circling to the left.
0: Mist um, is going to wiggle his lenses and summon Hooman. Hooman, grab these shards of glass and move them out of our path,
3: please. Oh, man.
1: Hooman <laughs> gets shredded. <laughs> So Human starts to grab the shards of glass, and he takes one, and he's not really sure what to do with it, because the second he takes it and tries to set it aside or on the ground, it lifts again and rejoins the others.
2: Hmm. Can you just stand there and block them, like like if they were wind?
1: No, they seem to fly right through him.
2: Rotan survived without too much damage. Maybe we could just, like, run through this thing.
1: So, as you're standing there, deciding what to do, scratching your heads, all of a sudden, all of the shards of glass fall to the ground with a deafening clatter. That, that, that was easy. Huh. Good job, human.
0: Yes, it was definitely him and not the spell duration running out.
3: Mist moseys on forward. Good job, Mist. You are a great wizard.
2: Well, that was fun. Onward
0: onward keep your eyes open for more of those glyphs ah there aren't any glyphs this way
2: I will be the judge of that so we will definitely be checking for traps
1: every ten feet or so (laughs) so you are walking down the passage and up ahead you notice that the violet light is getting brighter and soon the wall on your left gives way And to your left, you're able to look down into an enormous spiraling room. At the bottom of which, you see a giant, well, it's hard to make out, but because of due to the intense purple light that seems to be coming up from the bottom of this enormous room. The passageway you've been following continues to spiral along the outside, slowly making its way down. Every so often, you see a bolt of purple lightning fly off whatever it is at the bottom and crash into one of the nearby walls.
3: There have been no side doors, no side passages, no...
1: Not so far, no. How
3: how far down do we have to go before the zapping starts?
1: Looking over the side of the parapet or railing, because it it doesn't give way completely, there's still about a three foot wall. This isn't Star Wars. there's no just guard railless pits. You lean over and you notice that there are probably at least three levels below you, and then I guess what you would call the ground floor seems to be much further um like each level is maybe. 20 or 30 feet between the two. But once you get to the bottom, it's probably a good 100 150 feet between the ground floor or the basement or the bottom and the next highest floor.
0: Like this is a spiral down to landings is what you're saying.
1: Uh no, not even landings. It's a spiral just continuous on the outside. It just spirals downward.
0: So so we're going down like three floors and then there's a huge gap. Yes. It's like a spiraling ramp
3: going around the room? Yes, exactly. And is it a cone-shaped room? Like it's wider at the bottom?
1: Well, in an in, in inverse cone. It's wider at the top, and it narrows as it goes down. Oh, okay.
0: And is there anything coming off of the, the spiraling ramp, like doors or...?
1: Not that you can see from here due to the the light. The flashes of light make it difficult to see anything across or down.
0: And the lightning is striking towards the bottom but not further up?
1: Yes, it's at the bottom it doesn't make it up to the the second level but it arcs in all sorts of random directions like it's it's completely chaotic and unpredictable clearly this is the way the people went when they came in here
3: this reminds me of that scene in in the book national treasure (laughs) you know The one where they have to steal the Charter of Never... Oh, you... Oh, that's right. You haven't read this book. The
2: classic tome that's taught in every (laughs) history class.
3: It's good fiction where I come from. There's a sequel that is really not as good.
1: Okay. You continue to follow the passage along. Checking for traps. Checking for traps. And up ahead, probably a quarter of the way around the dial, you see a long window set into the wall. Very much the same size and shape of the mirror above. Check for traps. Give me a roll. Uh, 19. You you do not find any traps. As you get closer to the window, you see behind it, whatever chamber is behind it, is filled with dark smoke that tumbles like a storm cloud. The three of you give me a perception check. 19, 6, 23. Mist and Silway. As you stare into the inky void, you occasionally see a golden horn thrash about in the smoke, in the fog, and then become obscured. And then it will pop out once again. When you say horn...
2: Like an animal horn or the musical instrument.
1: <laughs> like an ant, like an animal horn. Okay.
2: Uh, this place gets more and more evil-looking the further we go into it. Between the flaming skulls and the purple lightning and the smoke-filled rooms full of giant animals, it doesn't doesn't seem
1: giant. I mean, it's full of
2: slightly taller than you. Full of horned animals. This is apparently the safer way to get into this castle.
0: Well, we haven't had to fight anything yet.
2: I That's true.
0: I mean, as long as that thing doesn't... There's not, like, a secret way for that thing to get out.
1: I confirm that there are no traps that will release that thing. Rotan, you hear the whinny of a horse coming from the other side of the glass.
3: Ha! Huh. Some manner of horse.
1: What are you talking about?
3: From the other side of the glass. There was a sound. Didn't you hear it?
1: I did not hear a sound. And then, Silway, you see the horn once again flash out of the fog. All I see is this flashing horn inside there. I don't see a horse.
0: Alright, how big of a nature check do I need to, or arcana check do I need to make to be able to conclude what I'm... What is obvious. The the two pieces of information that these two are observing.
1: Just a standard
0: one. Nine. Nope. Don't know what kind of thing makes a horse sound and has a horn
3: on its head.
2: I rolled an eleven for my nature check.
3: I've heard lots of stories. You have? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't remember any of no. them. Just tell us the unicorn. It's Se- <laughs> <to> a <laughs> seven? <laughs> nope.
0: Hey, question. Real Can't quick. we just know this? <laughs> What's everybody's intelligence score? I'm just curious. Mine's 11. 12. 7. Okay, so we're all <laughs> dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 12 is above average. It's a plus one. <laughs> and what a. What a fine plus one it's been. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: thankfully, rogues don't need intelligence. That's biting. Aren't
0: you like a Grandmaster
2: Intrigue rogue or something like that? I a yes. What, what the hell am I called? The Investigator.
0: <laughs> it's literally rogue. a skill that uses, inve-
2: uses intelligence. I have plus four investigation, and I'm going to have plus... Six, or eight, or whatever it is, once I get my next expertise.
1: I would just like to say, while you are all feeling sorry for your <laughs> stupidity, Trevor's intelligence is eight.
3: Ah, I've still got a beat.
1: This explains so many of our poor
2: decisions over the, the course of this campaign. Mm. It really does.
0: <laughs> Mist is, like, trying to figure stuff out, but it just doesn't click. He's more of a gut instinct sort of cat, than, yeah yeah...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trevor rolled a two on his nature check, so he's not
3: going to be any help. It's too bad we don't make more history rolls. <laughs> I have a one in history.
1: Actually, Rotan, I will give you your history check, given all the stories that you've oh, written. Okay. Or written or read.
3: Uh, that also is an eight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have no idea what is going on behind the glass.
3: Something that makes a horse
2: noise and has a horn, and... Never heard of it. Complete mystery.
3: Should we smash this glass?
2: No, <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't smash it. That's a monster behind there.
3: Hmm. Don't release the monster? That's probably That's prob- well, but isn't releasing the monster the sort of thing that heroes do?
2: No. So no. that they can
3: kill it. No.
2: Heroes lock monsters away. They keep monsters from threatening the village.
3: Doesn't sound like a very permanent solution.
2: You want to kill the monster?
0: Hey, let's go find your
3: brothers first, and then we can come back and kill it. How about that? That's a good, that's a good deal. I agree to this deal.
2: Miz is so much better at manipulating our time than Silly. <laughs>
3: My brother can probably help us kill it. He'll be so proud now that he knows that I'm a paladin. Ah, that'll be great. Well, forward ho!
1: You pass the glass window, and you notice in the walls, beyond the window are various paintings. Uh, they depict a, an aged wizard doing all manner of wondrous things. Is this wizard
2: wearing robes similar to what the
1: Brotherhood's costumes look like? No, but they are very fancy robes. And in some you see he seems to be talking with a tall broad man in plate armor wearing a crown. History check.
3: History check
1: Ten (laughs) Seventeen So wait, you believe these are paintings of Anlin and King Edgar Slash Lord Starge
2: These people really loved their wizard
1: Their terrible, sexist wizard Or one could argue that the wizard really loved himself, but you know Mm, And then that must be Lord Starge, if this is Anlin Wow, they were
3: really tall
2: It's just a drawing, Trevor
3: Oh, (laughs) 8 Good intelligence work. indeed. <laughs> I'm going to need to start acting stupider if I'm going to kill
0: Trevor. No, no, no. I think we established your int is higher than Trevor's, so... No, it's not. Yours is 8? Mine is 7. Yours is 7? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Fair enough. I would like to point out that gorillas have an intelligence
3: of 6. <laughs> <laughs> ah, an evolved gorilla. <laughs> I'm like a gorilla, but better <laughs> yeah.
1: Rotan is more experienced and a little older than Trevor
2: Anything else interesting about this, this painting? or?
1: No, no, just there, there are several of them in different places doing different things all of which have the same general impression that, that Anlin was a badass wizard
3: Are any of these paintings nice? Uh, they're well done They're very well done Roton wants to take one of the nicer paintings that has both of them in it off of the wall, and then pull it out of its frame and roll it up.
1: Okay, I'm gonna give me a dexterity check to see if you can do this without ripping the painting in some way. Haha! <laughs> Eight. You manage to tear part of the corner of the painting, but you mostly get it out okay. Good. But you don't do it cleanly. Like you break the frame in several oh, well, places. Oh, I don't care. The frame's not you...
3: important. Some people buy art for frames. Rotan does not. There we go. He like rolls up the canvas. Rotan, what are you doing? What? Why are you taking paintings? It's a good painting. Yeah, but
0: that wasn't your painting.
3: Well... Are you stealing, Rotan? I, it was the painting of an evil person.
0: But you don't know who it belonged to.
3: Yes, I do. Maybe it belonged
0: to a good person.
3: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hold on. Okay this place has a vibe! <laughs> Mist is smirking. I can't be the only one who's noticed. Well, it's obviously a bad- do you steal from evil people? Well, don't you? Well, yes, but- but you called me
2: a thief. Now you're a thief. No! This is looting. Why am I- <laughs> <laughs> Why am I a thief when I steal from bad people and you're not a thief when you steal from bad people?
3: Oh, well, you have to if you steal from good people, that's stealing. So then we are agreed. I am not a thief. So are you saying we need to kill this evil person before we take their stuff? Yes. That is an odd line in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a thief
2: Silway. Did eat the whole thing, Trevor. It's like a this inside joke.
1: <laughs> okay. Because otherwise, I didn't know what you were doing in the Thieves' Guild,
2: because we were all thieves. I was a thief because I was in the Thieves' Guild, and everyone in the Thieves' Guild is called a thief. But I don't steal things. I, I just gather information. It's a whole thing. Trevor!
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't follow that. Trevor, Silhouette is not a thief. And then Roton winks at him. Oh, okay. Just like her name is not Mara? Yes, her name is not Mara. And then Roton winks at him.
2: Okay. The point is, if we go back to Nightfall and Nortan comes with us, we can now initiate him into the Thieves' Guild because he qualifies. Uh, I don't think they would want him. No, they would not, but still.
3: I don't know. Maybe a looting guild, perhaps. I think this will be useful. You think a painting will be useful? Yes. I would like to when we have a moment compare it against the other painting that we have and see if they are the same.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Rotan has quite the art collection going. You continue your way down the passage, the light ahead flickering with every lightning strike below. Soon, you realize that you have descended a level, as you can look upwards and you can see across the way the remnants of the mirror. Ahead of you, standing in the middle of the passage is what looks like a statue of a tall man wielding two swords he has two more swords sheathed at his waist you've seen this statue several times before it is a statue of sir percival i like this guy's style four blades
3: <laughs> could he could you remind me quick out of character who sir percival was i forget what his relation to the hero is
1: he was one of his companions And he disappeared along with the hero like 300 years ago. But they seem to venerate him here. Though you've never really investigated as to why.
0: So, I'm just going to say it.
1: It seems like
0: this hero guy was a real dick.
2: Most heroes are, if you really look into their stories.
0: Not me! I don't...
2: Uh, did, <laughs> yes, you you are the righteous, good hero that will be told of in stories someday. I'm sure, Rotan.
3: Ah, I appreciate your honesty, Silway I I agree. I I, I don't I, I think he's pretty cool. I also appreciate your honesty, Trevor. Betsy, I think I am starting to learn, Silway I am going to check this statue for traps.
2: Good move. Let's make sure it doesn't come to life and slash at us with four swords. That's a twelve. Silly will also check for traps. <laughs> uh, 12. Roll the f- 4 for my
0: <laughs>
1: st- go, go, perception. Go, go. I want all of you to roll initiative. Uh, I knew this thing
0: was going to come alive and try to kill us.
1: Well, good news, Rotan. There are definitely no traps on this statue.
2: It is the trap. I rolled a 1 for my initiative.
1: <laughs> Plus 4, so 5, but still. 16. 22. Rotan. You make it to the statue first. You are just a few steps ahead of Silway. As you get close, the statue in front of you comes to life and swings at you with two blades. I duck. Okay, it swings at you twice. And it swings just as you're starting to bend down to look for traps. And both blades pass just over your head.
3: Nope, no traps here. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and Mist, Hello. you see
1: this happen. You are first to the punch.
3: Light him up!
0: Uh, ugh, well, that one's not going to hit, because that's a natural one. But the other one is a 24 to hit. That will hit. And that will be all of 7 whole damage. 7 force damage.
1: Rotan, give me a dexterity check. Or a dexterity save. That's a two. Mist roll damage, please. I think that one was also a seven. Rotan, as you're standing back up, an Eldritch Bolt smacks you straight in the back. Get out of the way! Uh, and that would bring us to Silway.
2: All right, so Silway's also still invisible. So she will circle around to the back where she thinks she can backstab a stone statue. And then suddenly she appears out of nowhere as her concentration shifts to a different spell. Which is Shadowblade The dagger that she's holding suddenly turns black And extends about a foot longer than it used to be And she just Slashes at this thing And rolls a 22 That will hit 24, 24 damage Ooh, That's a big hit She does better with 2d8 instead of 1d4 Rotan,
3: into sure attack I vow enmity against you And I attack 23 to hit That will hit nine damage and then I want to attack it again oh that's I rolled a three and a four <laughs>
1: all right everyone remember you still have your bardic inspiration die to use at some point Oh uh,
3: let's do that um so 11 plus come on Plus six. Seventeen? That's a seventeen. Wow, that, that hits. And then another uh,
1: thirteen points. Okay, now we're back to the top of the order and missed.
0: Alright, let's try this again with more hitting and less shooting roton in the back. Does a fourteen do it? No. Oh, I have a bardic inspiration die. Yeah, we're gonna use that. Because I want one of these to land. Does a fifteen do it?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Ah, well, easy come, easy go. Just
0: throw all my dice away. Pew, pew, I guess.
1: You fire twice, and the bolts go sailing wide. Suddenly, General Grievous style, two more arms appear and pull the swords out of its belt. I really like this guy's style.
3: Do you think he had extra arms in real life?
1: Maybe. Rotan, the blades swing at you in a flurry. So quickly that you cannot parry them or dodge them fast enough. Uh, Three of them connect, two of them severely. You take 18 points of damage. Oof. And should probably thank your lucky stars because I rolled two 20s. <laughs> oh. Only
3: two crits. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Still good.
1: You feel like 70 something hit points. We'll be, we'll be okay.
3: Had. Had 70-something hit
1: points. (laughs) Rotan, it is your attack again.
3: You can hit me four times, but I may be able to hit you three. Let's see how I roll. Well, good thing I roll with advantage. I just rolled two (laughs) Go burn it. Cuts his arms and legs
0: off.
1: You put your hammer up weakly to block the flurry of blows and the statue drives it back and it connects with the bridge of your nose which cracks and starts to gush blood.
3: No, can't possibly roll worse than that. And that's better. 22. That will hit. Three damage. The primary attack again will be uh, 25. That will hit. It'll be seven more damage.
1: You hear a loud thunk and then Trevor materializes next to you. His club having just connected with the back of the statue's head. And the statue takes nine points of damage.
2: Technically his sneak attack is just as good as mine right now, they the same rogue level.
1: <laughs> and that would bring us to you, Silway.
2: 22 to hit.
1: That will hit. Oh god.
2: 15, 16, 20 damage.
1: That's pretty good.
2: My sneak attacks were double ones on my d6s.
1: And that brings us back to mist. Elders Blast, Eldritch Blast, Elders
0: Blast. 18 and 20 to hit. Both of those hit. All right, now we're in business. That is 18 total force damage. It's weird being as effective as missed in combat. Okay, okay, I've, I've, I've narrowed in on him. I got my
1: range now. Okay, you've done a significant amount of damage to him, but he still seems to have a lot of fight left in him. And he's going to swing at Rotan again.
3: It's like I'm a magnet.
1: All four of the blades fly at you, Rotan but this time only one of them connects for nine points of damage.
3: Rotan, you are up. Nineteen to hit. That will hit. Rotan swings with his Warhammer Truth and does a whopping eight damage. He swings again. Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. Does a thirteen. Please. 13
1: will not hit <laughs> no. No. Okay. Rotan truly is The tank of this group
3: He he definitely gets the aggro I do my job So why don't you guys do yours and kill this thing <laughs> I just rolled a 3 to attack it
2: You rolled a 3? <laughs> I, th- I rolled a 3 But now I'm doing offhand <laughs> 13 Bardic Inspiration Plus 4,
1: 19 That will hit 13 damage That's pretty good Okay, that brings us to Mist.
0: So many spells to choose from. I'm just kidding, I've only got one.
1: Oh, good blast.
2: You built a machine gun. You're gonna fire bullets.
0: When all you have is a hammer, and everything <laughs> really is just a nail. Uh, oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> did you hit <laughs> on again? 14 and 13 again. Nope, both of them miss <laughs> and go sailing wide. All right, well, I did my thing. I'll let you, like, stab and slash and get your multi-attack and get chopped to bits. I'm just going to sit back here just, like, taking pot shots. This is a complete
1: role reversal of our usual fights.
2: (laughs) I'm glad I upgraded my DPS since the last time we fought things.
1: Rotan, once again, it throws a flurry of blades at you, this time connecting three times.
3: Oh, really? Do I have to? (laughs) For 18 points of
1: damage. Ugh...
2: You might want to invest in a shield. He is the
1: shield.
0: Okay, how how injured is Roton looking? Rotan's fine ish. <laughs> I wanna complain about being injured, but I
3: have so many freaking hit points. I don't, that, uh, I don't have as many as I used to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, it is Trevor's attack. No Roton! <laughs> Ooh, Trevor hits it. For ten points of damage.
2: Ooh, good job, Trevor.
3: Okay, that's a 2, and a 20! (laughs) Ah, I crit! Woohoo! Okay. Finally some good news. (laughs) Finally, finally Roton hits well. This statue's being real problematic. I'll smite. Oh, that was awful. Uh, 21.
1: It's looking really,
3: really beat up right now. Okay, then I beat it again. (laughs) Okay, 21. That will hit. Hit it with truth again. Can can a 12 work?
1: No, 12 will not hit. Pretty please? Sadly, uh... I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry, Dave.
1: I just can't do that, Dave. Which brings us to Silway. She will
2: continue to hack and slash at the backside of the statue with her cool-looking shadow blade. Crap. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm using Tides of Chaos for advantage, but as soon as I said that... I rolled a 2 and a 3 on my dice, so that didn't work out well at all.
1: You miss with the main hand.
2: I will try my offhand with, which
1: is a... that's like a 14. That misses. Zulway looks very badass while doing nothing useful. That brings us to Mist. Pew, 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 pew! For 14 damage. You kill it. Go ahead and describe that.
0: I think it rears back to give Rotan another quadruple slash. And Mist just lines up one shot and BAM! Takes its uh, takes the head right off the statue.
1: Pong, 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 pong as it just goes down the passage.
0: Well, that rocked.
1: No? It was made of bronze. It was a bronze it statue. It was made of bronze. Oh. Take, take two?
0: Uh... Nobody messes with my alloys! Will Mist regret wasting that spell slot? Will Silway ever bother to teach Rotan what a trap looks like? What is that weird horse with a single horn coming out of its forehead? Find out next time on Multi Class Theater. Here we are. Oh, my God. Nobody messes with my (laughs) alloys.
3: Roton takes six points of damage. Was that pun damage? Pun damage, yes. Psychic
0: damage, obviously.
3: Actually, I think Roton is immune to pun damage. Probably. Probably, yeah. I think it says that on the character sheet. All right, I get those six points back.